Welcome back, everyone. Today, we talk about the biggest fight of the century with Godzilla taking down, taking on King Kong. I talk about the webtoon, The Adventures of God, which is about God and his adventures. Uh, Ethan talks about Annihilageddon, a fantastic deck-building board game, which makes McLean talk about boners. You know what time it is? It's time for another episode of Consume This Week. Hello, hi, I'm Ethan Davis. I'm joined, as always, with Austin Allen Hamblin and McLean Jenkinson. Uh, we are Midwest Shitfest, and this is Consume This Week. All right! Burp, 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 burp. That was going to make up a theme song for you there. Uh, oh, you were doing the theme song? We it's already did be. it. If so, you, yeah, if you had to ask, then you already kind of shit on him. Was that, was that the theme song? What? Was it? Forget it. Jesus Christ. McLean it. found out the other week. I feel the need to brag about it a little bit now, uh, since everybody just listened to the theme song and as, as long as it came up. I made that theme song. Ethan did that. Ethan did that all by himself. So uh, that's why if you have any feedback about the feed song, do not tell me. Go Do fuck not yourself. tell me at all. It is perfect. I would tell me. Way. You tell, tell me. Tell Besides me, I'll bring it up to the two symbols at the end. Obviously, the symbols are a little weird, and I can work those out. But if you don't like it, I don't want to know. Okay, we All do. Right. Know. So what I'm hearing is that Ethan used an unfinished product for this. Um, for, for it's like I this, totally this ripped off a band online, but you'll never find them. No, 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 no. All me, all genuine. So um, in the garage band, little fun fact for you. We'll put that on our trivia cards when we send those out. We'll make some trivia cards, trivia cards about Midwest Shipfest, like what's Austin's uh, location. One will just be like, what the fuck does this say? And it's something that in my handwriting. Mm, mm-hmm. and then, and yeah, then that'd the be back, good. It'll be typed up. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. And then it'll be like, Hamlin doesn't even know. That's what it's, <laughs> you turn the card over to guess what it says. Is Hamlin doesn't know either. Hamlin doesn't know. <laughs> what landmark did McLean make up? Pilot's Knob would be the answer to that one. God, so um, dirty. So that would be come wrong. on over to it. You know what? I don't want to say that and have them sue us. And they're gonna, yeah, they're there. gonna be a sponsor. They're gonna be our first sponsor, dude. That'd be so dope to have Adventureland be the sponsor. We just talk. I would, I would do every episode about. I could, I, I could probably about. do two episodes, and that would be about it. Nah, I could talk about them too much. Let's get into it. I want to know what you consumed. Hamblin, you're up first, man. What do you got? Um, so this week I consumed some things. Uh, I. Uh, I'm gonna cop out on the first first one though. Um, okay. Well, we'll just move on to McLean. No, then. that makes sense. Wait. Yeah. So I listen. There. No. <laughs> Wait. Now this is what you get. This is what you get. I watched you- a film called Cop Out. Okay. You fucks. Because uh, I'm not talking about a comic first. Swerve. Oh. All right. Oh. On like this would be episode nine, I believe, and we're not starting. Well, I guess. Last week was a book, but whatever. Anyways, so Cop Out, right? Cop Out. It is uh, a cop movie, right? Shocker. To clarify, uh, for those that are still lagging behind, because I was for a little while, uh, the name of the movie is Cop Out, I believe? Yes. Yeah, okay. Out. Okay. Out. That checks out. Cop All out. right. That makes sense. It is directed by Kevin Smith. It is a buddy cop film with oh. uh, Bruce Willis oh, and Kevin Tracy Smith. Morgan. 
Uh, I'm normally not into cop movies. They just don't do it for me. Uh, like even like action movies, unless because most action movies, let's be real here, there's there's no plot to it. You know, it's mm. just you know. <laughs> uh, Did you ever watch Other Guys? The other guys. Uh, see, that's that. There, I know. There's are exceptions. Yeah, I, I do. I like the other guys. Um, but in this that one, one's is, a different. That's, that yeah, seemed, that's, that's yeah, like that's not, a whole different breed. And this, this sounds like an interesting uh, grading, like uh, Tracy Morgan. Yeah, Bruce Willis and Kevin, yeah. directed by Kevin Smith. Yeah, that's. Um, oh, oh, did Tracy Morgan do any writing, or was he the star of it? He was. The, I believe he was just the star. Actually, uh, I, don't, okay. I don't know. Uh, so then the other there's there's not very many big name actors in it uh, besides them but uh, it's funny because uh, Jason Lee is in it and I'm like Jason Lee is in this movie and I'm like you fucking idiot it's a Kevin Smith movie of course Jason Lee is in it Duh. Uh, who's Jason remind Lee? me who Jason Lee is uh, he he um, uh, he's uh, Brody from Mallrats he's obsessed with comics uh yeah 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 okay uh, yeah, and he's you know that's Jason you Amy. you're obsessed with comics uh, yeah um. So the, the the movie, what happens is in the, in the opening scene. So that yeah, Tracy Morgan's character, Bruce Willis' character, they are partners. Um, in the opening scene, they get suspended without pay for thirty days after fucking up uh, something pretty bad. Uh, Tracy Morgan is chasing down the criminal in a um, he's in a cell phone suit, and he uh, robs a kid of his bike while he's in pursuit of him which is pretty funny and it goes on youtube and it's like becomes viral <laughs> and so then the department's like no you guys got to do this uh well bruce willis's daughter is getting which married. is funny that, that that would get somebody in trouble um and get a cop suspended <clears throat> this movie is like 2010 oh okay so, okay yeah, all right so yeah, not super topical very with, uh, yeah no 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 very long oh uh, okay so in hindsight <laughs> okay they would have been perfectly fine or been paid the entire time and could have retired for stealing that that bike or whatever but uh i don't want to make well, light of that situation sorry that, no I feel that's bad funny i didn't that. even think that about was, that that yeah. was wrong of me i it's, should not have done that well so what happens is so that so uh bruce willis is freaking out because his daughter is getting married and he needed that money uh like to help pay for the wedding and uh he goes and meets with his ex-wife and her new husband and finds out that uh like it's like 50 grand this wedding that she wants and Woof. he can't af- yeah he can't afford it and uh, so the new the new stepdad is her stepdad's like oh I can cover it and like they get into it you know and he's like it's okay you know I'll I'll make her happy that's I'm the second husband that's my job to make them happy and it's like holy shit like it's like uncomfortable watching, uh, but what you do find out is that uh, he has a baseball card that uh, when the last one went to auction it's worth about eighty grand so he's just gonna sell this baseball card right and then he's good, uh, but. He gets robbed uh, mm. when they, they go to sell the baseball card, and he gets robbed. And Tracy Morgan's supposed to is like outside the store on his cell phone, and he gets robbed. And so it's about them tracking down the baseball card, and that's the premise of the movie. Is they they're you know they're suspended, and they're trying to spend this time to track down who has the baseball card, and they find the thief who took it. And it turns out that it is now in the hands of like a giant. Uh, drug lord in the area who is super dangerous because he's a big baseball fan. He's obsessed with baseball, <laughs> and he bought the card from a guy. Um, now the thief that that robs them is, um, and I can't think of his name, but it's the guy who plays Stifler. Um, what the hell is his name? Oh, his name. Yeah, I, I can see his face. Yeah, yeah, uh, and he is fantastic in the movie. There is so much funny. 
back and forth between the characters and it is it is a lot of fun you really got to suspend your disbelief because like when you're watching you're like none of this like it's one of those things like none of this would fucking happen this they wouldn't have got to do this this would like if these were actual police officers but it is super fun super funny kevin smith writes in his book how much of a dick uh bruce willis is and how much of a piece of shit he is to work with oh wow that's super yeah oh i love that he He's said, not a very uh, good actor. What is the name of his book? Oh, the book is Tough Shit by Kevin Smith. But he talks about filming Cop Out that Bruce Willis would just walk off set in the middle of the day. He'd be like, I'm done for today. Bye. And just leave and wouldn't like. And the only reason they would find out is because someone would be like, yeah, I saw him get in his car. You know, like some production assistant would be like, yeah, do you need him? So he left. Damn. Um, yeah. So he was like a total diva. Because Kevin Smith was in um, Live Free or Die Hard. He was the warlock. He was the computer hacker. Uh, he did like a little cameo in that film. Oh, and that's, that's right. How he, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, that's how he first met Bruce Willis. And he like didn't realize it was going to be such a pain in the ass to work with. Oh, uh, no. You know, and then gets to work with him. And he talks about how great Tracy Morgan was to work with, which that seems how that would be. Um, I don't want to give any of the jokes away in it because it's really funny. It's, it's on Netflix right now. Uh, and I think it's like an hour and 45, but it's just a fun one. There's also a whole subplot about uh, Tracy Morgan thinks that his wife is cheating on him with the next door neighbor. And they play like in what he thinks is going on in his head, you know, like the fantasy. Oh, um, yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it's it's really fun. I mean, I love Kevin Smith. movie. It doesn't feel like a Kevin Smith movie. Um, so if you're not a fan of his other stuff, you probably might still like this because it's not like it. it, it Maybe a little dialogue heavy, but it's humorous dialogue. It's not like super dense stuff like his other um, ones are. But yeah, it, it's funny. It's really funny. Do you guys have you guys read anything about how Tracy Morgan is to work with? Because all I can think of is now of like, in my mind, you see Tracy Morgan behind the scenes, and obviously you have to think of Thirty Rock and how he is in Thirty Rock. Oh, I right, have to he's, imagine yeah. he's not actually like that. Okay, um, and that obviously he's playing things up quite a bit for that, right? Right. right. But now I'm imagining him and Bruce Willis, two terrible people to work with. And then obviously the dude that is most deserving of all these shitty people, Kevin Smith, who is like the nicest guy on the planet and never deserve and like will talk to anybody about anything. Um, And like, oh, yeah, he um, I I don't know if I've talked about it before, but like just how nice he is when he did uh, one of his podcasts at Woolies. um, He did two showings, right? And in between the showings, people were just hanging out uh, in the back alley and just wanted to like meet him and stuff like that. And he went out there and did that. and was just like, hey, cool. And people were like offering him weed or just whatever and stuff like that. He's like, ah, oh, no, that's fine. I, I can't remember exactly what he said to that. But like had no problem with meeting everybody. Was just yeah. like, yeah, absolutely. Like, hey, yep, cool, awesome. Yeah, can I take a picture? Absolutely, you can take a picture. And you're yeah. like, oh, God, I would. I thought he was going to say no. Oh, thank God. We got like a staff photo with him, and he was super cool about it. Just like the dude could easily be like, ah, oh, give me a couple minutes. But it's just like, nope, I got to see all my friends and see see everybody. I got to uh, – I, I like doing this, you know? He he uh, uh, he did – what was it for – um. Jane Silent Bob Reboot, he did a tour where you'd watch the film and then there'd be a Q&A with him afterwards. Oh, that was sweet. There wasn't a theatrical release. This is what he did, and he just went from town to town doing it. And um, he's done talks like that before. He did one down in Cedar Rapids, and my friend, it was funny, his wife wanted to go until it had gone on for over four hours, and he was still taking questions because he was going <laughs> to answer every question. And yeah, so it yeah. was like one in the morning, and they had a two-hour drive home, and she's like, we're leaving. And he's like, but I want to stay. <laughs> uh, 
So yeah, he's very much like he gives off that vibe, and he's like a genuinely good human being, and he's very appreciative of where he is. Um, there's a video of him um, boycotting his own movie um, when Dogma <laughs> oh, yeah, came out. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's I, fucking I hilarious. That. Yeah, he. Uh, oh, so they're good. like, "Are you Kevin Smith? No, who's that?" And they're like, "What? Have Are you, you seen protesting the, movie? the film? Yeah, they 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 say terrible things about it. Yeah, there are bad the- things that happen." <laughs> yeah. And he's so serious too. Uh, but it's it's cool to see a product be made like that um, movie where you know it's a, a nice, cool guy in charge but has to deal with shitters at some point, right? And yeah. how he does that to like still push through those things and make a good product at the end of the day and knows what he needs to do. Um, it's pretty under-the-radar movie. That's why I wanted to talk about it because like, I think I just caught it because it was on Stars, you know, when I lived with my parents and I was like, oh, this, shit, this is funny. And uh, yeah, it's really underrated. And like, Tracy Morgan, like I don't, I don't know, like seems like obviously for a long time he wasn't in a lot of stuff because of you know when he got in that big car accident and was pretty messed up. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I think, and this was before, way before that, but you know I think people forget. Yeah, under. yeah, absolutely. Under. Um, cool. cool. Hmm. Yeah, speaking of flying under, just kidding. I have no transition there. McLean, you're going to talk about a data. Remember, Stifler, uh, <laughs> Stifler was Sean William Scott, by the way. There we go. Ah, mm-hmm. I did know that. But I just could not remember it. Is Stifler the the weird guy, or is he like the normal he's the overly dude? horny one? Yeah, he's like oh, the party he? dude. Yeah, the animal um, machine. Oh, okay, yeah. so not the one that like the Stiffmeister. The st- yeah. Okay. What's okay? Um, Have you seen American Pie, motherfucker? Not all the way through. What? There's multiple movies. <laughs> They're great. Holy I mean, shit. they could all be one, I guess. Um. Yeah, but it's like the same. Uh, whatever. Uh, okay. 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 Yeah. 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 You're right. I don't. Angry. I haven't seen it. <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a monster. I'm maybe if you off. talked about it and could entice me into watching it, then maybe I would watch it. Turn. Right, we'll be here next week. You're right. We're cutting into McLean's time. We do we'll this consu- every time. Yeah, we'll consume it next. Fans week. are going to ride if they don't get enough McLean. Not true. <clears throat> oh my god. Not true. <laughs> uh, I choked up a little, just a little bit there. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so my first thing I was going to talk about would be a band that's not new by any means, but is relatively new to me, I guess. I've listened to them for maybe just about a year and a half or so now. A band called A Day to Remember. Um, it's a band that I first got turned on to them through SiriusXM. Um, I listened to a lot of, a lot of Octane on SiriusXM, which um, will play a lot of this kind of music. A Day to Remember is probably classified as like metal or pop metal, something like that, where um, there's a lot of bands like them. Uh, I would say, you know, they're like, uh, we came as Romans, Beartooth, Silverstein, um, Chunk, No Captain Chunk is a band that a lot of people kind of... uh, um, Fucking worst name ever. (laughs) I know, it's so weird. (laughs) Memphis Mayfire... Um, of hmm. mice and I men. I with Memphis Mayfire. That's 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 one that I've worked with. Ah, yeah. So right. mice and men. Yeah. Yeah, mice and men. Uh, so they they're kind of they kind of align with those kind of bands. But the band that uh, the song that I like listened to a lot of was Resentment, and that was a single off of their new album that released March fifth of this year. So really recently, but the single was out like a long time ago, um, and it was actually my number one played song in 2020 um it's like it's just this really good song like really good just metal song good guitars uh, crunchy vocals 
you know, it's, it's kind of a combination of like clean vocals, unclean vocals, um, good melodies to the to the chorus. It was just one of those songs that just like, you know, it's just one of those songs that just hits you right and you just listen to it on repeat over and over and over again. But um, after checking out the rest of their music, like that was like one of the hardest songs on that record, um, on that album. And then the rest of them kind of go back and forth. Like they have another song on that one. I think it's called Memories. Um, and it's like, is this the same band? Like they go back yeah. and forth between genres a lot. And it's just like they flip over to like something that is like kind of like pop rock that could be from the 90s, if you imagine it. And it's like, holy shit, what's going on here? And like that was like that really intrigued me because you have like a lot of bands like this where every song is kind of similar. If you never heard those songs, they all kind of just blur together into like kind of the same song for 12 tracks. You're like, okay, like nothing really stuck out. But this song, like each one was just unique and was like, oh, it's this song. It's track four. Like I know the exact number of the track because it's just like each one is super unique and sticks out. Like this is cool. So would you say the albums were different with the styling or would you say the albums were um, were different? Like, do they at least keep the same for each album or not? That That's my question. Because I know a lot of times when people are like, oh, hey, I found this cool song by this artist. Oh, great. This artist sounds nothing like any of their other fucking songs. Because God they just it. they changed for each album. Or their- no, mm-hmm. just even just one song. We're like, oh, cool. I found one song. Oh, nothing else fucking sounds like that. So at least yeah, a lot like, of it hey, is like made that. Our- our albums sound very similar, then okay, it, it's cool. So then it seems like a day to remember if, if the way you're talking about it, it seems like they're casting a net out there and they're just throwing it out to see, um, well, we get which you to listen to one song, then we'll be good to go. And uh, uh, so, so to be fair, I have not listened to all the songs. Uh, they were established okay. in 2003. So they, they do have a pretty good discography behind them, but um, I haven't listened to all the, all, all the albums, but um, just going through some of their stuff, um, a lot of it is like that, um, to where they kind of shift back and forth between styles. And yeah, I mean, you're probably right. They're just trying to find something that sticks. That could be it. But I I also like that, though, when bands experiment and try to push forward and, and do different things. Like, I liked um, Bring Me... Uh, bring Me the Horizon. Bring Me the Horizon. Uh, does the same kind of thing, where they're pushing forward and, like, they're, like they have, like their, their breakout album... Um, everyone loved. And then their next album was like slightly different because they were just trying new stuff and like the fans revolted. Um, they're like, you know, this isn't rock, you know, this, like what happened to, what happened to the metal? What happened to the screaming? And like that we're, we're, we're doing something different this time. So like get over it. Like, I, I think think the, sorry, the vibe that like I, cause these guys, it's funny cause, uh, I was the metal guy at my, at my Catholic high school and this was the, like so, like a day to remember wasn't always a suit. Like didn't get much radio play on the rock stations around here, but they had a cult like following. So a lot of the people that were more oriented, like that, like pop, knew this band. So it was kind of weird to me because I'm like, you guys know mm-hmm. it. Like the day to remember, like what? Uh, <laughs> but it's like so the the way their stuff seems to me is like they just like I don't think it's so much as they're trying to just make stuff and 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 see what sticks. It's like it really seems like what they're making is the stuff that they want to make. You know. Uh, I'd be like, yeah, it'd be cool if we did this, and it's, maybe it's not something we've never done before. But let, let, let's go for this, especially if because if you look at the longevity of they start, you know, two thousand three to now, you know, even if they are popular, you know, but to still keep putting out new music, like, like okay, like Disturbed is a band, or like you listen to one song, you've heard them all, right? That's mm-hmm. for me personally. They, they are not like that, you know. You definitely get something different with each 
each track to the album. It is interesting to see bands do that. That like, if you're a band and you get are recognized, then the idea that like obviously you're fucking massive at that point. Like honestly, to be a band, well, okay, never mind. That to be a band and be recognized and making a bunch of money, but then also, hey, I'm gonna do what I want. The fact that like there's so many moving parts that go into it, but the idea that like even if we made a shitty album, we could probably still make a fuck ton of money off of it because everybody would still come and see us. Everybody will still buy our new album. Like we'll still At be five fine. finger death punch. Right. Yeah. Pretty much yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> I was just like, cracking up because um, on uh, their Spotify page, they've got like their their top listened to song is like an acoustic song, and the next one is like a pop punk song, and then the next one after that is kind of a more metal song. So they really are yeah. kind of jumping, but not like not like oh wow I didn't see that coming at all. I'm like yeah okay that checks out. I could see how they would have a few songs like that, but um, that is interesting that they're jumping all over the place. It is cool to see more and more bands do that, but it is a, it is a risk. I don't know. Yeah, it's also one of those songs. Or, right, sorry, you go. I was just say it's, it's, it's de- oh my fucking god. Okay, it's definitely right, one of those, ba- those bands where if you don't like the song, like hit the next track and check that one out. Mm, still, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that's it. a good point. Hit the next track. Um, yeah, yeah, that's fair. That makes sense. Um, man, fuck. Now I don't know what I was going to say when we were both talking at the same time, McLean. That serves um, right. Yeah, that's what I get. <laughs> Each That's shit. what I get. Man. Um, okay, so a day to remember. Uh, they just came out with an album in 2021, and it does have a lot of listens, so apparently they hit the nail right on the head. cult-like following, dude. They have some pretty badass like t-shirts, too. Their merch is, is on point. So... Yeah, America check it out. Point, apparently. Tell him you heard it oh. here first. Even tell him you heard it here first. Heard it from McLean. From who? 19 years <laughs> <What>? later. <laughs> yeah. Tell, tell him McLean sent you when you're going to tell him at the, I'll, the next I'll, show. Yeah, I'll text him right now. That's what Caleb will, be, will say something. Like, what do you want me to text him? His TV you, show. What do you want me to do? <laughs> yeah. Be one of those tell crazy him. people that tweets at him. Tell him. Write that down. Write that down. Send a letter. Oh, man. <laughs> Call on the internet police. Uh, <laughs> that always cracks me up on Reddit when you see that and somebody says something fucked up in the next comment below. I'm like, yes, officer, this is the comment right here. <laughs> <laughs> the internet police. <laughs> oh, man. Um, uh, I was just going to talk about a TV show first. Uh, I was going to talk about Archer. Everybody, uh, not everybody has seen Archer, but uh, a lot of people have seen Archer. So obviously I'm not first here by any means. But I love Arrow. Get out of here. Um, Archer's the animated show on FX. I think it's on FXX now. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember. They switched but it over. They've got it on Hulu. Um, I think it's going to be done now. Um, I mean, it's got to be getting to a certain point or they're going to do something about that, mainly because um, Valerie, Archer's mother, uh, who is played by, uh, as I search right now, Mm, Valerie Archer is someone from Star Trek, so that just fucked me up hard. <laughs> you didn't realize that? <laughs> yeah, I walked right into that one. Um, she's a Ferengi. I'll <laughs> let you guys. I'll let you guys look that one up. Um, uh, but the the actress that does her voice uh, ended up dying a couple of weeks ago. Uh, she's the mom from Arrested Development. Talked about her previously on the podcast as well. So if you don't know her name are looking for it now you'll just have to listen to the other episodes sorry um sorry not sorry i don't know 
Um, but so I'll be eager to see what they do with her voice. I know we talked about that a little bit, but I, I, I'm hesitant to say that I like Archer because why? I don't. What? For what a lot the of fuck? And I know so this I, is controversial, so that's why once... I wanted to bring it up. Yeah, I I love like I think as I, I might I think I might be in the same boat as a lot of people where it's like the first several seasons I was so on board I loved it it was hilarious and then they started doing those little offshoot things where he's mm-hmm. in his coma and you don't but you don't know that yet and it's mm-hmm. like like the vice and the Spoiler. and like that's kind of where I fell off because after a while it's just it's just more and more of just like Archer like just just bickering with Lana. It mm-hmm. seems like, or just bickering oh, with their main anything, gag. Yeah. and it's like okay, especially if you like binge it, it, it becomes exhausting to watch because it's just it's it so is. expected. Now I think that is why, like I think you hit nail on the head for me of why I do not like it, um, because it truly is. I do enjoy to binge shows. Only recently, within the past year or so, have I gotten away from binging shows and more of just the like, hey, let me watch a couple episodes, but that's still like. I mean, I watch one show at a time. I don't know. Well, no, that's not true. I'm just lying to you now. Um, but Archer, it's got the same fucking jokes a lot of times, man. I think that's what gets me. Is it like, oh, it's predictable. I'm like, oh, cool. Archer's a piece of shit. Oh, what? No way. Ah, Kind of similar to how I feel about Always Sunny when they do the same shit over and over again where it's not great to binge. But Archer really... It weekly. Right. Yeah, something like that. I think that'd be out. a good one. Archer, I did finisher i'm out to what it is currently but i did um enjoy the more recent seasons actually i like you got lost not got lost but like oh cool they're doing a season like this and then a season like this and i don't know like as a writer's team of when they're like fuck it we're gonna do a season that's like this this will be fucking great hey we're gonna do a season like this like whose fucking idea was that and like why did no one say no at a certain maybe, point? Were they too maybe, big that people are like, we fucking love it, yeah? Maybe they thought they were going to get canceled, so they're like, we can't, like, we have to try to do something to not get canceled. So they're like, we'll try, we got to try something different because what we've been doing doesn't. Because like, if you watch it for so long, it's like the same, right? And so if they were like thinking like, ooh, this might be our last chance. Let's try something, and I and then it worked, and then they're like, we can't do that again. So let's right. try something else. Hey, a new season, and I think that they. Because they know all the characters, and so like it's an interesting platform to play with, with the idea that like, hey, you know all these people, you know their personality types. Now we just put them into different like beans, or like give them a little bit of a different role, but all still kind of the same people. And I think that could probably sell a lot of people, and that's an interesting concept to work with. But I don't think it could work with any other show. Like it's just such a unique American thing Horror that, like, Story kind of does. That's, I mean, you're but right. That's completely yeah. different because it's not humor, right? That's but just serious the, horror animated hey we have different characters but they're kind of the same characters we're just like it looks like a different show from this one if you weren't looking for it you might think that like oh hey this is a different show but it's got uh, some of the same people in it but obviously it's an animated show so like it's or it's like oh it's made by the same studio so i find that intriguing it lost me over a lot of those seasons and i really just like stopped watching it for the past five plus years um really didn't want to deal with a whole lot of that and then I gave it a go again to just put it on casually in the background, and it gets better. They've got a space season. I really liked that one. Um, and then they went back to normal, and they have a normal season-ish um, when he wakes up from his coma, and I do enjoy that. And it really did pick up where it left off, so they left a long enough gap to be like, oh, yeah, this is why I like this show, and they play a few of those. It's good. I do I do enjoy it. It does go back. But they also have a unique... 
um, uh, way of bringing up certain jokes that I do find comedic and they're very, very specific. Like, for example, somebody starts talking about an elevator and then Archer makes a joke of like, what are you, Alexander something, something or other? And a joke that like no one would get unless you know who invented the elevator and it's Alexander something or other. And like, why the fuck would you know that? But like they went out of their way to look up who made the elevator just so he could make that stupid fucking joke. And it's just dumb stuff like that that they'll do every now and then that you're like, oh, that's deep cut. That's funny. And like maybe if you're looking for it or if you knew, and that's probably what ties in a lot of people of like, hey, you know a lot of random facts. Oh, well, that came out of nowhere. That's pretty funny. Um, stuff like that. I do enjoy it. The cast obviously is is really great for that one. I really enjoy um, uh, Archer's voice. I can't think of his name right now, but he also does the voice for Bob. Um, he John does, H. He Benjamin? Does, yes, John and H. And he's Benjamin. the gas station clerk on Family Guy. I've been a big yeah. fan of him for years. Yes, he he was in... Um, what's his uh what's his show uh dimitri martin's show interesting things interesting things yeah interesting things about. he used to have a show dimitri martin used to have a show stand-up comedian where he would do oh man he he, he is his comedy is fucking great okay um if you have don't know who dimitri martin is check him out uh, absolutely he does a lot of stuff where drawing he's ambidextrous has some cool sketches, but he involved uh, John H. Benjamin on a lot of this stuff, and so they do some really cool things. That was the first place I saw him, then I heard him on Family Guy, and obviously now he just does voice acting and fucking crushes that, and probably makes a chunk of money only doing that. Um, He's also the the voice of a soup can in uh, is it Red Hot American Summer, or what is Oh, uh, shit. There's three movies. They have all, it's oh, on yeah. Netflix. Is it yeah, Red, Hot Hot Ameri- Su- Red Hot American Hot. Summer? Wet, wet hot, wet, wet hot. American yeah. summer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I bet you that dude works like I'm gonna say one week a year. Probably makes more than us three combined. Gets all of his lines done, and, and he's he just good to go. He just it, it. He doesn't even have to. Doesn't even have to practice character. He just voice. talks into the mic mm-hmm. as himself. Yeah. Same fucking voice. That's yep. all he does. And people, it's so funny to see. Uh, voice casting for people when they're like, oh, who do they have that voice? Like, oh, well, it's the person that literally looks like that person in real life. For example, Bob's Burgers. Like, oh, who? what voice do we want to have? Well, I think about this person. And you're like, oh, cool. You go and you find him. And that's what he would sound like. But then how do you, like when things start with Archer, like, oh, cool, we've got this guy. What do we want him to sound like? Are you sure you want this guy to be the voice for Archer? I don't know about that. I don't know if this really lines up. But how often voice acting is not actually, or it actually is representative of what the person looks like in real life, which I find a little comedic. But Archer, um, I'm I've got mixed signals. So I do I did like it originally. I do like the last stuff. I'm eager to see what they do with um, the missing character now. Um, now that she's no longer with us, if you will. Oh yeah. Um. So that'll be interesting. I know they've got a lot of voice recorded for her, so maybe they got a bunch of that knocked out. Um. But otherwise. Truly, you can skip all of those seasons when he's in coma, and you will not miss anything. Um, so that is oh, my advice to you. If you get to that point, if you are McLean, I am talking to, or if you are somebody else that like tailed off from um, from Archer, I would recommend just jump out of those and go straight to later seasons. You'll be good to go. You're not going to miss anything uh, crazy important. Not not really even miss anything. That's all there is to it. Um, and it, it's the same show, man. It's good stuff. Besides the whole gap in the middle. It's good stuff. I love yeah. everything, but all of it. Yeah. It's like if you took a slice of bread, that was good, and then you made a sandwich, 
and then you put another slice of bread on top. It's all good except for the sandwich. I would just eat the bread. Made that a shit perfect. sandwich. The bread was yeah. good, but there was literally a turd in the middle. In the middle. Turd in the middle. Yeah, it's a lot of. of shows go. Like it's always like the middle seasons are always just like a just a slog to get through. Yeah, that's true. And then you have shows that were, you know what? Never mind. Never mind. I'm not going to go down that road. We do yeah. that every time. We you were going to say Game of Thrones, weren't you? I'm going to stop not, myself. We will not speak dun, dun, of the show dun, that dun, will not dun, be named. Dun, 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 we will not. Dun, 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 we're not going to do that. Do, um, do, do, I do, do want to hear about the the comic that the comic. That's what we're going to call them. It's not. It is a comic, but it's not a comic. It is a webtoon. I know. I'm excited because I've read it as well. So I I'm excited to hear what you have to say. So so I'm gonna. Before I talk about what it is, I'm gonna talk, or before I talk about the comic, I'm going to talk about what a Webtoon is. Uh, so Webtoons, uh, it's a company. It's actually an app free to download on your phone. Uh, and what it is is where like a regular comic would have a page with different panels on it. Webtoons is a scrolling format. So, it's so like the a app panel. is called Webtoons? Yep. Yep, okay. all the webtoons. It's free. Everything. There's tons of stuff on it. There's a lot of stuff in all, all different ca- – the really reason like uh, – I wanted to do this because Webtoons is great, especially if you just want to try reading comics because it's free and there is something for everyone. There's horror, there's rom- there's a lot of romance stuff, um, comedies, there's a lot of, there's sports, there's a lot of uh, uh, genres that like maybe American comics, you'd be hard, it'd be harder to find a good one in that. But you can just try it and like, usually you'll know after reading the first one if you like it or not. You yeah, know, the first you're not ep- out of anything. Yeah, and it's free. Yeah. So, and, uh, so the one that I'm talking about today is called The Adventures of God. Um, I love I love uh, religious humor, you know, being the good Catholic boy that I am. Uh, so The Adventures of God, actually, um, they're, right now they have 436 episodes. So it's not like an issue because there's not like pages. So I would say like an episode is like 15 to 20 panels on average, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, 436 episodes and they keep updating it. Um, it's kind of sporadic when they update it, but it's like multiple times a month with a, f- a whole new strip. Uh, right. The art is pretty simplistic, but the, the character depth is what's great. So, of course, you have God and Jesus up in heaven, as well as there's a like a scientific advisor to God, because they make God out to be a bumbling idiot. Mm. And uh, so You know, has, as a joke, right? Yes, yes, as the joke is that God is dumb, <laughs> and the science advisor has to uh, help him. Uh, then you have Satan uh, in hell, of course, and his... Uh, Satan's therapist named Ebag, which I don't know what the fuck that stands for at all. I don't know what E-bag. the joke is. E- is it backwards that... something? Gabe? Oh, yeah, because Gabe is the sign. Holy shit. Just figure that out. <laughs> yeah, because Gabe is God's adv- scientific advisor, and Ebag is the opposite of Gabe. Oh, my God. I, we, holy shit. You guys are brilliant. Okay, I'm happy. That's good. <laughs> I don't so think yeah, McLean you... deserves any credit. Just but, so you know. uh, Excuse me. <laughs> Ebag is Satan's therapist, uh, which that's pretty funny. A lot of uh, people call me that as well. Satan's therapist? No, E-bag. it's Ethan. Oh, I, I was like, what? <laughs> Satan's therapist? Uh, and then uh, there's a gr- the, another reoccurring character is this group of girls uh, that found a way to summon Satan. But they sum so they're like little girls, they're like eight years old. And they summon Satan and they'll be like, uh, Will you have a tea party with us? And like they summon <laughs> Satan for like stupid. Like he'll like show up in like flames and look like a monster and be like, ah, "It's you again." And it's like these six, <laughs> these six little girls. Uh, it's pretty funny because like usually it's like a one and done episode and it's funny, but they have some overarching stories. Uh, and also sometimes they'll jump into different, even obscure characters that like if it appears in a strip and it's funny, they'll 
maybe give them a spinoff. There's a whole series of, uh, there's two people that are in purgatory and they interview people deciding whether the person goes to heaven or hell. And the reasons that they have are pretty funny. Some of them are like some stupid ass petty shit. And they're like, no, we don't want that guy in heaven. Um, and there's sometimes scenes where like, uh, uh, the one I was reading today, um, God was like, oh, no, and like, what's wrong? And he goes, uh, those are all like religious officials, and they're going to come ask me stuff about the Bible, and I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to say. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, and so then they like ask him, and he like is like shitting bricks. Um, <laughs> uh, and God just wants to kind of hang out and drink beer. Um, and it's just, it's just fun, and it's free. And that, uh, one of the cool things that they do that I really like is uh, they put fan art at the top of every episode once they started hmm. getting popular. Because each episode looking like around 30,000 people looking at each episode it shows you right on the app uh but they put fan art so if you submit your fan art it'll go up there because some of the fan art is not great i will say that but it is super cool that they do that is that they put it up there um and and tons of different styles um yeah it's really funny you don't have to be if you are religious it's still funny it it, it, i mean it just pokes maybe a little fun at it but it's not anti-religious at all right Um, yeah just that's just what the joke is you know And, and and it's fun it's a lot of fun I'd recommend it in free. I'd, Webtoons. I do recommend it for a lot of people that were maybe raised religious and are no longer yeah, religious. The, I feel like that is like a target audience with that. They're like, oh, you might get some of these references. Not that they're making deep cuts or anything, but right. uh, that's kind of what they're playing off a little bit. And I have seen a lot of times without even like, yes, on Webtoons, but also some of the jokes are good enough that I've just seen them like passed around as memes and stuff like that yeah, a lot of times. Me too. So, you might be surprised if you look it up. They're like, oh, hey, I actually have seen a couple of those. But there's mm. what? How many yeah, 400, episodes? 436 episodes. And, and so Jeez. this month they have they've done uploaded three episodes. And it's the 12th right now as of recording. Jeez. Uh, and yeah, so it's it, and it's cool because like so I wanted to read some more before I came on today. And it'd been months since I read it, but it doesn't matter because you can just pick it up. And yeah, you know, you don't need to remember. It's not like this huge overarching story. It's just. It's just fun. It just gives you that quick dopamine hit of funny. Very easy to read as well. I do have yeah. to say. Just scroll. It's perfect. Um, it's not a lot of text. You're good. No. Yep. No. And, and yeah, and the art style isn't like, it's not mind-blowing amazing. It's perfect for what it is, the type of humor that it is. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's check out Webtoons free. And, 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 and anybody hit me up if you haven't found one of these times, one of these comics I talk about, I'm gonna, it's gonna hit you. I'm gonna find something that you like, and if I mm. haven't yet, I'm gonna, fi- I'm gonna get you. That's why I'm trying yeah. to get all over the place, you know, with manga yeah, and gotta now cast webtoons, the net. trying to see what the people respond to, trying to help you. I'm just trying to help you, motherfucker. <laughs> Have you seen that? Help meme? you. Have you seen that? You no. know what I'm talking about? The lady at Walmart. Somebody's checking out at Walmart, and this lady's just yelling at him, going nuts, and she goes, "I'm trying to help you, motherfucker." <laughs> And she's like clearly messed out of her mind, and uh, the, the workers like, "What's going on here?" And the guy's like, "I'm just, I'm just trying to check out my groceries." And then she yells, at him, "I'm trying to help you, motherfucker!" Just trying to get my groceries. Out I'm here. just trying to help you. She keeps yelling at. It. She's, she is, oh man, out of it. So she's I know crazy. earlier you talked about Cop Out being an action movie. Uh, that you were like, yeah, it's an action, so the plot maybe isn't like a whole big thing. And I was like, great, that can be a theme that we're going for, because I didn't really talk about that a whole lot with Archer, but. The plot is a little, uh, is good. Uh, I mean, minus the whole coma thing. So besides that, but it is also actiony, and they do have some cool shots in there. But if there's one movie that personifies that so very much, it is Godzilla versus King Kong. 
and I w- I want to know what McLean thought of it, especially from I don't I don't know if you thought of anything um, in this mind, but I want to know uh, from the uh, graphic design uh, interest that you have because I know you pay attention to a lot of those things that they were like, mm-hmm. oh, the CG was fucking terrible, or if it was good, because um, I saw it and I have some thoughts, but obviously yours are significantly more important than mine now and forever. Everyone's is. Well, yeah, so we watched Godzilla vs. King Kong. Um, Yeah, the... It's basically, like, to paraphrase, like, a Reddit comment that we saw. It's like, if you just want to watch Godzilla fight King Kong, this is the movie for you. Absolutely. Monkey beat the shit out of a dinosaur. Giant lizard. Um, Like, there's some build-up. They, they, you know, they introduce some characters, and one's, like, a, a funny quirky smart fat kid and you have the adults and there's like this the quirky fat kid is the same kid that plays the kid in deadpool deadpool 2 yep the kid oh. with the prison wallet mm-hmm. uh <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um so like yeah stuff happens with humans but then godzilla fights king kong um and it's really cool. So, like, the fight scenes are really cool, but it just kind of seems to me when I was watching it that you're just kind of waiting for something to happen. They they try to like they try to force you to care about the plot and what's going on. They they, they introduce some like yeah, it's like they introduce like this this evil guy and then the evil guy who pilots the the, the thing. Spoilers, by the way. There's like Mecha Godzilla is in there. Um, as I mean, he was in the the original Japanese movies. So that's cool to have him come back. Um, but then, you know, it's like they introduce these characters. And you're like, I don't give a shit. When is Godzilla going to fight King Kong? Like, when is there going to be <laughs> destruction in the city? Yeah. Now there Just is a two hours of fighting. Yeah. I mean, the, there is a water battle, which is actually pretty cool where King Kong has to defend himself and, and the ship with his friends on it against a Godzilla who can swim and hold his breath underwater for extended amounts of time. So that whole fight is pretty cool to watch. Um, and of course, we have the climax at the end with the King Kong versus Godzilla in Hong Kong. So going mm-hmm. right back to the old Japanese versions, you know, just like, even though I guess in those movies, it's always Tokyo. Um, but <laughs> we're destroying um, all these big cities. Um, and it's basically what you paid money for. It's, I mean, it's, it's really cool. The effects are phenomenal. Um, the fight is well, I think, well choreographed. There's some really cool shots of, like, um, although they might be a little bit over the top, but, like, their ship, when they come out of the center of the earth, their ship, like, just narrowly misses King Kong's mouth, and they go skim, like, Godzilla's, like, radioactive breath, and they go right past his head, and the camera's following it, like, doing this chase scene thing. It's like it's really cool. It puts you in the action. It makes you feel like, like wow, this is great. Um, there's not a lot of like blatant issues with, like the CG. Sometimes you just like, oh god, it's so fake. Um, <laughs> but there wasn't a, a whole bunch of that. I mean, you can, I mean, you can obviously tell it's fake. Uh, the whole movie is probably in, in front of a green screen. Um, that happened. This is a document that actually happened. I was That's wondering how the cameraman got that footage and how much he had to put his life in danger. Yeah, I know. Just found footage. How many, found how many footage. helicopters they had to go through as well. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. Just shatter my world. Cool. Um, yeah. It sounds exactly like uh, Pacific Rim. 
where I'm like, people are like, the story wasn't that good. And I'm like, I came for giant robots fighting giant monsters. I did yes. not come for plot. Just get to the fucking murder. Came for the fight. kaijus. That's yeah. That's so. That's like this. Is like, do you really think like when the, when the movie is literally just the the monsters' names versus? Do you think it's gonna be like, well, yes. Uh, we today in this film we are gonna be exploring the depths of humanity and the emotions. Like, fuck no, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, we're here for the fights. Mm-hmm. So I thought the they they did have a pretty star-studded cast that they were throwing in there because they were like, hey, we don't have to do a whole lot with this. But I felt that um, each actor or actress was told that they were going to be the star of the film. <laughs> they dicked, they, hon- they honey-dicked them. And so then they were like, oh, yeah. And then like you see the final cut. You're like, what are you talking about? You used me for five minutes. And they're just fighting for the rest. Yeah, It, it did feel like there was a lot of cut. To fight. Yeah. yeah. A lot like, of oh, no, They, they just want them fighting. So we just gave them the fighting. Oh, okay. But there was a lot of that that I thought was was interesting um the the rapper guy i can't think of his name i feel so bad for it from atlanta um uh donald glover's creation atlanta childish gambino no i no no no. the guy who plays the actual rapper in the show atlanta is in this and he plays a comedy role i'm sorry he does a good job um i i like the stuff that he's been in uh he does he does great work but it's like everyone was told they were going to be a star and i feel like no person was on screen for more than 10 minutes combined throughout the entire film that's how it should be right yeah, it's that, not that Ka- it. Godzilla versus Kong and friends and and the gang <laughs> and the, the gang. and humans we care about. Yeah, there was none of that. I did. Um, I McLean made a comment about um, when we were watching it of uh, the the crew, the ragtag crew that was the kid from Deadpool two. Um, they had eleven from um, Stranger, Stranger Things, things. Yeah. and the gentleman from Atlanta. They were the ragtag crew that were trying to take care of these things and take down a few things. The whole time, we couldn't not make jokes that was like, they don't need three people for this job. The Rock could have done this easily. Just throw <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson in there and you're good. He would if have the had Rock this was done. in this movie, it would have been over already. It would have been over <laughs> so like quick. Jumped out that of underwater battle a scene. Yeah. The people's he elbow. He would have just jumped ball. in the water with a knife in his mouth, swam down and just taken out Godzilla and King Kong just to make like... Uh, no, never mind. That's not true. He would have used the sign language from Rampage to communicate mm, with King Kong. Yes. Oh shit! He right. knows monkeys. I forgot mm-hmm. about that giant monkeys. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! And obviously his expertise from Jumanji. You know, just yeah. regular things. His helicopter piloting skills from uh, what's the skyscraper? Uh, nope. The San Andreas. San Andreas. Well, ah. He can swim. Mm-hmm. He can swim too for the underwater battle because of Baywatch. Yes, oh. that's true. That's what I want to see. I want to see King Kong versus Godzilla versus, versus the Rock. The Rock. <laughs> it's oh man. We, well, we could come up with a better one. It'd be, uh, man. It'd be Chuck Norris. Rock paper scissors. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking of something that's what. Yeah, rock paper scissors. Something that that plays on that. Uh, man. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. That's all. See, now we all pause because we we're all just like we're all trying to think of a joke like, for rock shit. paper scissors. Maybe I'll just cut up this out until we jump to immediate one and just like, oh no. wow, they thought of that so quick. We did not. We did I'm just not. thinking of the rock. Like I'm just thinking of like a WWE ring with him just like fucking people elbowing uh, uh, them, but then like in the crowd, it's full of humans and famous kaiju. So like the Power Rangers are out in the crowd <laughs> ringside. Yeah. You know, shredders you out Ma- there, bebop and rocksteady, Ma- Mothra. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, that'd be good, that'd be real good. Um, would you recommend? Yes, no, 
I would see it. I, I don't know if I would go to a theater and see it, but if you're already a subscriber to HBO Max, um, it is filming or it is streaming for like <clears throat> until I, don't, I, I forget yeah. when the expiration date is. Yeah, but it's it's out now. Stream it. It's great. Uh, just for an action film, just get some popcorn, drink some beers, get some friends around, watch it. Don't expect to be blown away, but just um, strap in for the action scenes. I see here that it is HBO Max's um, biggest streaming hit. Mm-hmm. in history yeah it's been making a lot of uh, a lot of waves uh, one of the best best uh, results since the pandemic which is interesting uh, mm-hmm. but yeah Wonder man. Woman and the Snyder Cut ooh DC come on man did it beat those well if you said if it's the number one streaming hit that's that that would be oh. both of those well Wonder Woman I guess was technically after Christmas it would have been uh, well year. I know the Snyder Cut already beat out Wonder Woman for sure uh, uh, but yeah, that was sure. I'm pretty sure yeah. that one was during the pandemic. Um I think it I think it is, but like yeah. If this you don't want to see a monkey Tom and Jerry. If you if yeah. you if you're a fan of Smash Bros and want to see a live action movie of King Kong, sorry, Donkey Kong versus Ridley, King then K. Rool. I would No, no, King K. Well, well, okay, I would say Ridley. No, Charizard. Because Ridley is Mechagodzilla, because he has that No, Ridley has the skin for it, yes, but he's the same one, so it would be Ridley, and then Ridley 2, Electric Boogaloo, would be really who it is. Charizard. I think the the name they really also should have given it was King Kong versus Godzilla. And just put it like an S. (laughs) Godzilla. Surprise. Surprise ending. Surprise, motherfucker. Yeah, Some right? fries, motherfucker. All rise, motherfucker. Earth just dies, quote, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, just quote some memes with these bitches. Uh, by bitches, I mean... Oh. Um, yeah, last but not least, I want to talk about um, the board game that I have played more hours than any other game uh, this entire pandemic. It has been phenomenal. I haven't talked about it yet, Um I wanted, I wanted to save it for something good. It is Annihilageddon. It is made by the same people that make wizard battles. Um, and it is some of the coolest fucking art I have seen on a board game or a card ever before. They just do... So they have three or four games right now. And their original premise is the idea that you have a deck, you're slowly building it, and you're battling and beating the shit out of the people around you. Um, and so you play these spells, you're like, hey, I'm going to use this part of this spell, this part of this spell, and this part of this spell, and then, it, oh, it does this much damage, or hey, it heals me, or hey, it makes you attack you, or prepares me for next time so I can draw more cards. Regular deck building game along those lines. But they made um, a, a big box, and this game, it is unlike the other ones. So if you played Wizard Battle, Annihilageddon is a different one. Um, Annihilageddon is you can still use some of the pieces from the previous one where they still have a few characters uh, for just like character cards to keep track of it. But the premise is that you're not only fighting the people around you, but you're also fighting these wizard or these legends in this pile and you're going through and you're kicking their asses as well. And so the game can end that way. The game can go, or if you go through the whole stack of cards that you purchase from, um, or if you buy, or not buy, or if you kill enough people, there are dead wizard tokens that mark how many times that you've died. And so if you run out of those, cause you're allowed to put out in this pool to draw from four per player. And so if you run out of those, then you're, you're fucked. Uh, and the game over or game is over and immediately ends. All of these cards have certain VP in the bottom uh, left-hand corner. So you add up the VP at the end, uh, similar to a lot of other games 
uh, deck building games. It is a pretty uh, general premise here for sure. But this one, they take a regular deck building game and they just are like, hey, how about we just throw a bunch of fucking mayhem all over the place? Yeah, it's nuts. So Weird. both of you have actually played this. Yeah, um, it's fun. Mm-hmm. I like it. I don't even like board games. And, and me and Caleb played this a lot because you sent it to me. It's good. Thank you. It's good. Um, they have in that when you draw through, the, they literally have what's called mayhem cards. And they're like, hey, you thought this game was normal. Fuck and then you flip that up. And those are like, okay, uh, if you have 11 points right now, or if you have less than 10 points, take nine points of damage. If you have more than 10 points, Take 15 points of damage. Like, just crazy things that are like, God damn it, I was just, I just got fucking fucked, and now the game fucks me again. This is horse shit. But yeah. that's the game. You can't get mad at anybody else. You only get mad at the game, and then you're like, well, fuck, I want to play again. The game takes about two hours to play, um, depending. I have gotten into um, <laughs> now where we'll each make up a modifying rule when we play, and typically a drinking rule as well, because it is quarantine. Um in order to go through the whole game, you just come up with some other stuff. So it can be modified on your own as well. It is a lot of fun to do that. But the art is really the thing that sells it. It is similar yeah. to some of their other art for the wizard battles. So if you like those, uh, those are good. This can be played with two players as well. But the art is all over the place. It's just it's just stupid, funny stuff. Like they have a card that's genital harpies. Uh, and it's harpies that are going around attacking people that look like an STD. Uh, they have a necromancing card that is some dude that's raising the dead, but like just playing with his nipples for no reason <laughs> in the middle of it. Uh, they have a Golden Girls card that's a statue of the Golden Girls from the TV show. And then there's a leprechaun just licking them on here as well. So, uh, yeah, Sex Caliber. This dude's trying to get Excalibur out of out of the stone, but the top looks like a penis. And so he's taking it out and then the penis is is coming all over the place. So, yeah, that's that's the type of quality so that you're getting thing. with this game right here. Uh, so that's a thing. Um, it's really... It's not... Don't bring it home for family Christmas. <laughs> don't yeah, do that. It's, it's, it's a friend game. It's friend game for game. sure. But it's mm-hmm. not like, oh, this is awkward. I didn't want to like answer... You don't have to do any of that stuff. It's just like, oh, this is fun. And a lot of times you might not even notice it. But sometimes you will. There's a card that's Dragon Horde. And this dude just has like a bunch of stuff shoved up his ass you know stuff like that <laughs> you know they they got super cr- Casual, they're like so. yeah we can make this regular game but what's going to set it apart oh like the reasons that they're doing this and like these cards are so fucking absurd and that's what makes it awesome and a lot of them are pu- or not puns but like uh, yeah they're, they're fun stuff it's it's all over the place um i don't even want to i've easily played over 100 hours on this game um this it's easy to do because it's totally different every time there's so much replayability because your choices really fucking matter and it's it's nice that like hey even if you've been playing for a while you could still totally fucking lose because it's a fucking random ass game so who knows Mm -hmm. um and one of the cool things that i like to bring up about it is their first four games were so popular they were having tournaments with it um and then they hosted one and then the dude that actually won it his name was splendo I think his last name was Splendo. Oh, um, he got a card. And he won the tournament. And so then they made a character card for him. And they also made him a card in the deck as well. And so then he's got a cool card that it's, they made or drew him on here and has him doing these things. Uh, because he won the tournament, they gave him that prize. And so it's it's cool to see a company supporting their fan base as well and being like, yeah, fuck it. Get on in here. Um, and they're, they still come, are coming out with more um, 
expansions for the regular game, but I don't think they're doing anything to add to Annihilation because it is so... I don't even know what you'd do. Like, it's so... Yeah, what would you... Uh, I mean... So out of there, there's so much random factor. If you add any more bullshit, I think it would be a turnoff that you'd be like, oh, there's too much. Why even bother strategizing? But there is a little enough, wi- uh, little enough wiggle room that you can strategize uh, for any of this stuff. Have you... Uh, when you played, have you ever... Do you play where you could have multiple mayhem cards in a row? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Because there was so one time where we had those. we had three of them in a row, and it just fucked. Like it was so fucked because there's three in a row. It's like, oh my god, when will this end? So quickly things can change, and it's it's not like other games where like, oh cool, I we all kind of have a ballpark of where we are for our our um, yeah. for our points like i can see they've got a couple of these no you have no fucking clue there's so many they they have negative point cards that are called limp wands um as a wizard and um they make it look like a droopy penis you know classic um and you have no idea how you have no idea how it's going to add up at the end and you think that you're you're not winning and when you say yeah i'm pretty sure i'm not going to win that's how you know you've won You've got the game in the bag <laughs> when you're convinced that you're not going to win it all. One of my favorite parts, too, about the game is, like, the conversations that you're having, but no one realizes you're having those conversations because you're just talking about the names of the cards. Oh, it's like, yes. you can't do this to me because of my massive boner. And, like, no one even blinks. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's like, normal. that's the name of your card is, like, massive boner. <laughs> I have two massive boners. Uh, they're actually so, huge boners, so don't oh, be weird. Oh, huge boners. And then there's yeah, a character that's weird. called Papa Boner. Is, is who he is. Yeah. <laughs> I played it once. Um, yeah, it was yeah. fun. My my biggest thing, and, that, and that's... So my biggest issue with it that I didn't like the most, and that just is completely on me because of my you personality. Shut your mouth. I didn't you like having to attack people, like choose who to attack people. Because, like, I hate, like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I didn't want to attack, like... I didn't want to have to attack Michelle or Ethan or Amanda. I just wanted to, like... I wanted the card to tell me who to attack? Like the person to your right takes this damage. I'm like, cool, that's awesome. I don't have to pick who to kill. Don't you know? panic. This well, is that, not a but game. That's just where me. You, this is not a game where you will make friends at all. Okay, that is what is like. You will have fights because of this game. So if you need more of that in your life, especially during quarantine when neither of you can leave, this is what you want. Okay, it's a more deck fights will card, happen in this game because everybody game. it's so easy to gang up on one person. It's so easy to think that everyone's hitting you and you're like, "Fuck you guys! You always go after me." No, they're just like even if they're, they're going, going back after and forth, who they think is the best. Even like, just a yeah. randomization, it still feels like you're getting hit every time, and that really is the hardest part because when you choose to fuck over someone, even if it's just for a moment. You make a big deal about it. Everybody's like, yeah, fuck you. Why would you do that? And they go for you. So, McLean, I get what you're saying, uh, that you wish you didn't have to choose. But also, that makes the game, man. That makes the randomization. That makes you... It puts you in the hot seat of like, no, we need you to make a decision. And you're going to have to live with these consequences because we're all going to get mad at you. Um, Which is really what I like in a game as well because then I can be super dramatic and build things up when people hit me for like one or two damage, which is like nothing. Like, are you fucking kidding me? God damn it. And just really like sell it and go over the top. Um, But I don't want to give all my strategies away, you know. I don't, I I mean, don't want to say too much about the game. Would recommend. It's super, not super. I mean, it's pretty cheap. Uh, I think it's $30. Maybe they bumped it up to $40 on Amazon. What are you rich? Yeah, um, fucking thirty dollars is nothing to you. For the amount of playtime that I got out of it, absolutely, that's fucking nothing, man. Yeah, ain't nothing at all. 
um, yeah, I would recommend. It's a good. It's a good. Also, uh, jump into deck building if you haven't played deck building before. This is a fun one. That if you're not for sure if you like it, this will be a good transition. It's got a lot of other stuff. If you played the other wizard battle games, would absolutely recommend this one before any of the not before, but like in addition to any of those other ones. It is Ethan will buy it for you because thirty dollars is nothing to him. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Killer kids these days. Um, would recommend, uh, as I've said multiple times. I say you've said that a few times. Um, I. I'm going to go out on a limb here. I would recommend this game more than any other game that I have brought up so far in Consume This Week. I'll let you sit on that one. <laughs> McLean, I believe you're going to talk about Huge Boner now? <laughs> I've, already, I've already touched on that. I get it. Like, massive. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>